it'll stop in a minute. I like it. It's funny. It's the dog. Let me share my screen. You have to allow it on your end. Um, you just do it in the host. Preferences, you go to preferences. Where I have to go to host. See, this is good. This is the content that people want right here. Um, I'm in share screen, advanced sharing options. Yeah, let's do that. Yes. Yes. Got it. Yes. You should have that privilege. Right on. Oh, man. Welcome back to another episode of Jacob V Weekly. We want to start like we do every episode by reminding you to check out Caddyshack of New Hamill, Illinois, just outside of Edwardsville. Dear friends of mine, I happen to serve on the board of directors, as it were, for this small, humble cat rescue. We have saved over a thousand cats, 100% local, 100% family run, 100% non-profit. And, uh, you know, we could sell you something, but I'd rather you help some cats first. So let's start there. Also, the only way to officially sponsor, directly fund this show is patreon.com slash Jacob V. Patreon.com slash Jacob V. We have never missed a week of fresh, exclusive content on our Patreon uh, you get a minimum of four exclusive content drops per month, oftentimes more than that. Uh, the latest stuff that's on there, I'm not even going to tell you about because it's stuff that's in the works, that's not public, that's not published, that you get an exclusive sneak peek at exclusively at patreon.com slash Jacob V. New music, uh, bonus uh, content. Uh, I think I'm going to start doing a Patreon radio hour every week where I do like a radio show for an hour because I can record those and like not have to sit here for an hour in real time or whatever, but uh, I can premiere songs on there and stuff. So I think we're going to do the first one of those uh, next week. We just did a podcast from the road to Dayton, Ohio, and I wanted to do more of them, but it was a rocky trip. It almost didn't happen, and it was tumultuous every uh, step of the way. Blinded by Stereo has a vinyl record out. We returned to Blind Bob's in Dayton, Ohio this past weekend to sell some copies of that record and play with some other great uh, Dayton bands. And uh, I like having a little place I can go and do a rock show and then come back. And it's like it never happened. I ate some ribs off of a trailer. Uh, this guy had a smoker set up in a parking lot. And uh, I knew he wasn't homeless because he had a nice truck that he was waiting in when no one was there. Tyler was sick the whole next day, the whole way home. And I slept for six straight hours. So I don't know if the ribs were questionable. Mine were delicious. Succulent. And uh, what is so funny? Nothing. And uh, Joe is here. Um, me and Joe talk on the phone usually for at least 90 minutes a day. And every fucking day, I tell him, you piece of shit, you're wasting all this content, not recording these goddamn phone calls. And now I know why. Because getting him into this Zoom to do this audio-only version of our podcast, which isn't even the most premium version, was a fucking nightmare. We have been down, I have been down here for 40 minutes trying to get this show on the road. And this fucking piece of shit is just fucking me. But, Joe, uh, was, uh, the, the people miss you when you're not here. People uh, ask about you all the time. Yeah, I miss it. I miss it the most, for yeah. sure. This is not the return episode, but this is... Well, no, it's just like, I'm I mean, on. if I'm going to fucking talk I'm to you for guest. two hours on the fucking phone any day, anyway, <laughs> I might as well fucking get you on mic for the fucking pod, you rat bastard. Um, yeah, 100%. But I wanted to stress that the, the free version of the pod is the only thing that has really lacked in its consistency. Uh, the, the Patreon content, I have never dropped the ball on those people. My mother-in-law is amongst the uh, the patrons on Patreon. Matt Riddle from Blinded by Stereo. People who I have relationships with. People that expect something from me. Um, is, yeah. And those There's people, of, uh... I mean, it's hard. And you know what? We started this podcast when I couldn't play music. 
right? Because of COVID. <clears throat> and uh, I play music every day now. But uh, I want to start podcasting uh, at least once a week. I already have our next episode lined up after this one. Uh, this is going to be an early... No, because we posted Saturday. So this one will be early, but it will be for this week. And then we'll have a new episode next week. New things to promote, new things to do. Speaking of which, no antics is as busy as ever. I knew I had this travel coming up for that gig in Dayton and whatnot. And so I ended up uh, uh, having to sit down and record almost an entire album's worth of keyboards on one Sunday afternoon over at Molly's. I sat down. I wish you could have been there, Joe. Um, yeah. That's... I sat there for several hours and just stacked all my keyboard patches for all these different songs. So we had an idea. We, we started planning this full-length record we're working on and talked about um, all the singles being, that we had released up until the point the record will be done. I think it'll be five or six singles that'll be out. Uh, and we had talked about maybe including those on the record and then populating the record up to 10 or 12 songs. And then we thought, you know, really, we have the material. What if we had the five or six singles, whatever it is? We'll find that out. And then just uh, dropped a new album, full-length, totally fresh album, none of the singles on the album. And we had, you know, we really liked that idea. So that's kind of where we're at. Um, with that over at Operation No Antics, the Femme Grime is real. I believe most people have been reunited with their shirts from the pre-order, which was mostly successful. I confirmed today that uh, the shirts were officially paid for, uh, which was stressing me out because Venmo... If you have a small business, Venmo wants a piece. You know what I mean? And to make sure that I didn't have to pay like a third of our income in fees or whatever, I had to be really careful with how I paid for the t-shirts out of Venmo. If you really want to know the truth of it, uh, I know Matt Riddle, shout out to Matt from Blinded by Stereo. We were worried that maybe we had sold his shirt in his size that he pre-ordered. And he thought that was whack. And I agreed with him. And then we determined that we had one. And uh, that is going to resolve itself here shortly so praise god um joe anything to add here no that's great yeah you know just uh happy to be back <laughs> for the time being wow no nothing on my end nothing on <laughs> my end back time. to you back to you john back to you <laughs> um let's see here so no antics currently we have hmm a fantasy grocery let me out listen and withdrawals all released uh on your streaming platforms uh including uh spotify where i do jacob v's favorite songs every month we have not stopped doing that because that's the playlist i listen to throughout the month and then when the month is over i start a new playlist and i take you all along for the journey so don't leave that on the table if you're a spotify listener it's totally free to follow my monthly playlist and on there you will find these five singles by no antics on patreon i've already shared the pre-save for the next single from No Antics uh, called Blind. And that'll be out this month, I believe next week. So, Joe, have you listened to all the No Antics stuff? Yeah, it's really good. They're a really good band. Um, it's really good writing. I was surprised by the lyrical uh, value of the record. They, you know, they didn't, they didn't really, you know, they didn't come across as exactly Kanye West, you know, with the writing, so... I was very impressed with the writing. I mean, just every step of the way, you're making me regret involving in my life in any way. Well, I was going to say Bob Dylan, but that, you know. No, but you know what? She's a, she's a pioneer. Yeah. She went to she went to Kirkwood High School, too. Yeah. Uh, it was good. I think most of us in that band did. Everyone but Tyler on bass went to Kirkwood High School, I think. Which is yeah, uh, only a flex because I feel like it, it tells some people that maybe uh, I'm better than them. And I don't believe that. But if they do, that's what I want. Yeah, that's definitely like a super affluent high school now. Great. Great. Definitely flex. Me, God, are you upset? Yeah. About what? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, no, it's like, <laughs> I feel like I'm trying to sodomize a corpse over here. <laughs> I feel like I'm trying to bring you back to life. Yeah, I'm like a I'm like a blow up doll. You have to bring. Yeah, back to I see life here. You got Jacob V's favorite songs for October up. That was a good one. That had a lot of no antics stuff on it. There is a December up. That's yeah. December. Uh, I don't know. Is I'm surprised by some of these songs. No, well, this is what I should. We should talk about. We should really talk about uh, Jacob V's favorite songs on Spotify for December of 22 and how they. What's this set fire to the rain? Adele. Yeah. Really. 
Well, you know what? I was, I was. Ha- we should talk about this because I was having a, uh, a an extended. You know, I'm a Johnny McGovern super fan. I'm in the uh, Johnny McGovern is a um, longtime podcast pioneer and gay icon. Oh, yeah. And back when I thought podcasts were already a dead, arbitrary thing, like back when I was in high school, he had tons of episodes of The Gayest of All Time featuring Johnny McGovern, The Gay Pimp. And I follow him on Patreon, and I'm in, like, one of his top tiers where I get, like, new I get, like, I get, like, eight podcasts from him a month or something. And they're really great. And actually, a feature on uh, my favorite podcast of his called Menergy is his dear friend, actor Teddy Margus, who was in... Uh, the Dahmer Show on Netflix. I call it The Dahmer Show because it makes it sound like a late night talk show. He was the guy who ran the bathhouse that kicked him out. And the song the song before um, the song he's listening to right before he gets kicked out is Manergy. 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 (laughs) That's the name of the song they're playing in the club. And I recognized it and then he goes to the window and it's Teddy standing there and I love that. And That is so funny. You're the only person who saw that. I'm the only person who recognized Teddy in... Yeah. That's uh, possible. <laughs> Why were we talking about that? I was looking at the playlist. We were talking about music. We were talking about Adele set fire to the rain. And then, I like, so what? I was listening to the Sissy Bestie tier today on Johnny McGovern on Patreon, gayest of all time. And um, uh, they were talking about Adele's Vegas residency. She had canceled it for a long time, or but I think she's doing it now. And then, um, uh, and I was really thinking about, you know, I really loved Adele's first album. 19 came out when I was 17, I think. Really? Or 18, maybe. That long ago? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Great. That was crazy. Damn. That was, a, I mean, you're like, I was a senior. Was I was a senior. Years ago? I was a senior in high school. And I remember reading the album review in the Kirkwood Call uh, of 19. And, so but here's the thing. There's ago. several really up tempo, funky little numbers on 19, like uh right as rain, or I just love that album. Right. And she had written so much of it herself and, and whatever. But then 21 had a lot to do with that transition to the ballad kind of version of her mm-hmm. thing. Like if we look at this, so, 21 though had a couple funky numbers still so 19 yeah, did, yeah daydreamer is absolutely gorgeous and jazzy chasing pavements had a big video uh go to the track listing for me track listing and uh best for last is absolutely gorgeous um i see she wrote most of these all by herself and yeah cold shoulders funky as hell that's mark ronson produced that one and it sounds like a mark ronson um yeah, a lot of yeah. these are really classic and stripped down and, and very uh, minimal. Uh, and and uh, there's Make You Feel My Love, which is a Bob Dylan song that Garth Brooks also did. And she that's kind of popular. Um, but anyway, it was uh, a really great album. And then go to 21. <clears throat> and so let's identify some of the same things in 21. That was 2011. Yeah, so see, rumor has it, hella so funky, weird. and they did it on. They yeah. did rumor has it on my favorite show, NBC's Smash, which was about these people making a musical about Marilyn Monroe. And there's one mm-hmm. where Catherine McPhee goes. Catherine McPhee, I think is her name, goes uh, to like a karaoke bar with her gay friends from dance class, and they do a number to rumor has it at the karaoke bar, like for a bunch of people that didn't ask for it. Rick Rubin did which one? He did. Uh, don't you, don't remember? you remember? Oh, I don't know that. That's one. actually kind of surprising. I would have thought he did, like one that yeah, we knew. That's weird. Um, but yeah. like, love song was cool. That's a. <laughs> oh no, he did. He that's did a cover. Um, uh, he also did. But someone like go. you was the big smash here. Rolling in the deep is pretty funky. Uh, rumor has yeah. it's hella funky. Um, set fire to the rain was nice and dramatic, but that's really at best like a power ballad. And then since then, it's really yeah. been just so much of the ballad ballad and i love adele and i love her voice and i love her fat and i love her skinny and i love her all the time (laughs) but i just true i don't uh, but i don't need to be sad all the time if i want to be sad i do have a playlist for this called sometimes i get sad and it's a lot of songs that just make you want to cry immediately um yeah but the uh i need more screens bitch 
She, I saw her in Chicago in like 2016, I think. Really? Yeah, and uh, she was very surprised. Like, it was just surprising how bad her stage, uh, like, her like. Her jokes were horrible and just like, it was like she was doing a karaoke. She talked about, because she did that, she did the Skyfall um, theme and she was like, and they told me I couldn't uh, tell anybody that I, that I was doing the song and so I felt like a secret agent and, uh, and then the song starts. I'm like, that, what? what? <laughs> it was really funny. Uh, she, was, uh, she was good though. She had, she had a beautiful voice. Oh yeah. But I just, you know, I wish we got some more of those snappy little numbers out of her. Um, she's got more. She's only 30. She'll be okay. Yeah. I can't believe that. That's just so wild that she... Wait, hold on. Was she 19 on that first album? Well, she was 19 when she wrote it. So I think she's actually probably okay. two years older than me if you look at the album cycle. But Because you said that she was 30. I was like, No, well, the, well, she was 30 when no she wrote way. the last album, which was 30. But she's oh, okay. probably older than that. We can look this up. I think she was born in 89. Is it up there? Adele. 88. Oh, so she she's 34. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. Mm -hmm. She was young. I didn't have no idea how young she was. Yeah. So she was probably two years older than me when that album review appeared in my school newspaper. She had kind of a scare. She had kind of a scare. She was going to like, didn't she have a surgery on her vo on her vocal cords and she was going to like not be able to sing? Yeah, it was it was like really that. rocky for a long time. That's scary. Ugh. But that's part of why um, she's on Jacob V's favorite songs on Spotify for December 22. Uh, what else is, is on there? I, now on this list a lot, you will see Take a Letter Maria with uh, Hey, Hey, What Can I Do? So R.B. Greaves and Led Zeppelin because uh, they're very similar songs. And I keep thinking about working out a medley of them. Yeah. Another Lonely Christmas is my favorite Christmas song. It's a Prince B-side. Uh, I just put all the No Antics stuff on there. Um, there's a new single coming out the 16th. You can pre-save that on Spotify, but I can't add it to the playlist until it's out. Rising Water is my favorite song right now by James Vincent McMorrow. Uh, it's in B-flat, I figured out, which is my key. A Diva has a key. He's got, got a cool look. He's in kind of like a janitor's outfit. Yeah. He's like a sailor cap on. He's like a West. Yeah, Anderson. he looks like yeah, he looks like Steve Zissou, like he one of the interns. If you told yeah, me, oh, isn't exactly that one of the Zissou like. interns? I'd be like, absolutely. <laughs> that's great. And uh, yeah, you know, um, what else? Uh, You're not good enough is a forgotten classic. I uh, love um, Blood Orange. Also, I see Hot Mulligan on there. If you're not listening to Hot Mulligan, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I love them. I've never heard of this. Oh, God. This that song is great. See, you're obviously not listening to the fucking Spotify playlist. You fucking... Who are these guys? That's Hot Mulligan, dude. Yeah, everybody knows them. Equipped Sunglasses like right is the here. jam. Yeah, that he plays. They, yeah. I think they have a Reverend Guitars endorsement because I saw them on uh, one of those From the Basement shows on YouTube. Yeah. They had a bunch of fresh Reverend guitars. It's a fabulous endorsement. It's very nice. It's a, I mean, and they're that kind of band. It fits their, it fits their thing. Yeah. Um, Death Cab for Cutie and the Postal Service are touring together, playing their seminal 2003 albums in full. Um, I think Postal Service is definitely on my Sometimes I Get Sad playlist for sure. They're, my wife, they're, they're I remember when shit. I was like a sophomore or maybe a junior in high school, Death Cab came to the pageant and a lot of people went and my wife was there and she said he uh, came out and did like a drum solo on just a snare drum by himself for like an inappropriate amount of time and she kind of got bored after that. Yeah, that's tacky. That's some like Sonic. It's like wrap it shit. up, Ben. Yeah, that's that. I saw, um, I saw the bass player for Sonic Youth, and there was no like. I realized halfway through the show that there was no drummer. I'm like, oh no, there is no drummer. I'm like, when's the drummer coming out? Because this sucks. Yeah, I opened for <laughs> Stu Ham one time at Foo Bar, and he's a famous like like hair metal bass player guy, prog dude, and um, he uh, just played by himself with a looper and told a lot of stories and uh i got too drunk and yeah. then people kept telling me to shut up he was a sweet guy yeah though. yeah 
it was a similar thing, but like what was really annoying was they were like, it was her and like two young, um, you know, unidentifiable gender people. And they were kind of, um, they were just up there acting like they were on drugs, like running around the stage and like smashing their guitars and stuff, but they never played a song from a record. They never, I realized, Oh, this is just a performance. Like it's an act like, and, but really what annoyed me is if you're not on drugs, I think there's something kind of like, you know, disingenuous about acting like you're on drugs on the stage. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're running around like, like you're Jim Morrison, but you're just totally sober, you know, mm. Th- hamming it up. Yeah. Um, did you ever see Lord of War starring Nicolas Cage? Yeah, I love that movie. It turns out that is based off of the same Victor Bout that they just exchanged for Brittany Griner today. What? Yeah, that's, that's like, the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> that's Victor crazy. Bout, B-O-U-T, is... Yep. That's crazy. That's He's much more attractive than Nicolas Cage. That's weird to say. He's he looks like the Top Gun guy. Yeah, he didn't have the mustache when I saw him get off the plane today. That's good. I mean, it would be funny if he... Yeah, that's great. I'm not going to tell that joke. Yeah, but... That's a good look. Yeah. He's a handsome guy. Oh, sure. Yeah, he didn't... I don't think he had the mustache at the airport today. I saw the... What, what, what happened in Lord of War again? That's the one where Jared Leto is his brother, and they're selling these guns to these African warlords, and then Jared Leto tries to sabotage the trade with a grenade, and they kill him, and Nicolas Cage has to go ahead and oh. make the deal anyway. And this is the problem with He's this guy. Is I'm, I am not for the people that are anti-Brittany Griner coming home because I feel like they don't mm. value her as a person. And yeah. however... This guy also is responsible for the death of countless Africans. I mean, he was selling guns to all sorts of really uh, politically active, uh, we'll say, uh, groups of people throughout the world, but particularly in Africa uh, before he was arrested. And it was kind of uh, kind of not good. Kind of. No, oh, they're going to. Oh, who, what are they going to do with him? That's a great question, Joe. <laughs> uh, let's, why let's Victor Bell's return? This is CNN's reliable news. You're source. recording your audio, There's right? A giant ad. Yeah, I'm recording audio. Okay. There's a giant ad here that I can't see, oh, but God. here we go. Uh, it is. Uh, here, let me read it. It is the most okay. uneven of swaps at the most unlikely of times, but perhaps the intense pressure of this moment is why the exchange of a U.S. basketball star for a Russian arms dealer ended up happening now. On the surface, Brittany Griner and Victi, Victor Victi, Victor Bout are accused of ludicrously different crimes. Griner was sentenced to a Russian penal colony for possession of a single gram of cannabis oil. Bout is allegedly the most prolific arms dealer of the past decade. Oh, of the past decades. This is a... I didn't write this. This is from CNN. Fueling conflicts in (laughs) Africa and beyond. What did I say? And more specifically, being convicted in a U.S. court of plotting to kill Americans. He was going to sell guns to people we were uh, fighting against, I think. But the circumstances and political pressure on both sides reversed this imbalance. They were American arms, I guess. I thought he was living in America when he got arrested. That's so weird. I don't know. Um, to begin negotiations with the Kremlin at the worst point of U.S. Russian relations since at least the end of the Cold War go down. Uh, There's always been a big, a bigger puzzle. How can one man be so valuable? Oh, he is a pilot and an entrepreneur who's a military translator with a Soviet past. Allegations of intelligence affiliations. I mean, he's got plenty of work to do for Russia, is what I'm hearing. Um, well, here we go. So, but there are allegations he worked in Russian intelligence right, and became that. an asset for them. Oh, you said that. I'm sorry. I didn't hear that. I was reading as well. My bad. Um, that is so weird. I, I, yeah, I mean, they, I mean, yeah, it's like, well, mm, we'll trade you Osama bin Laden. And uh, you can have a basketball player that did nothing wrong. Yeah. That followed the, the that was acting lawfully on American soil. But wasn't if they were on American soil? Yeah, right. But, but wasn't what if was they it? were on American soil? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if if I an American to goes to Singapore and shoes gum, do we let him kill him? It's illegal to chew gum in Singapore. By death, I thought. What? Look that up. God damn it! I gotta catch you up on everything. 
Yeah, I got it on the whole. This world, is like in apparently. Where the Heart Is, that Natalie Portman movie where she has the baby in the Walmart, and she says, "I got to look up." It's just banned. I got to look up. You're not gonna do any further. Dental nicotine chewing gum. Nicotine chewing gum. It is not illegal to chew gum in Singapore, but it is against the law to import it and sell it. Oh, okay, okay. Well, okay. Thank God. Because if you're selling gum in Singapore, I can't help you. I'm not sending the Navy to get you if you're selling gum. <laughs> I had a gift card and a card from a student for Chick-fil-A, so I dined with the devil yesterday afternoon. And actually, you know what happened that was beautiful? I got the nuggets with the Polynesian sauce, because I remember I liked the Polynesian sauce from back when people used to eat Chick-fil-A. Uh, in the 60s. Back before the, the dark times. And... Um, mm. And I got so ravenous that I didn't eat all of my um, uh, fries. No, I didn't eat all my Polynesian sauce. So today <gasps> I had um, an extra Polynesian sauce and uh, I had two filet fishes from the McDonald's. And so I had a little Polynesian nice. sauce with my McFish. With your fi- fish. That's good. With my fish, dog. Yeah, that's good. That's like putting the Taco Bell like uh, sauce, like the salsa, on all different types of uh, other fast food. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. If you can save yourself some <laughs> fucking Taco Bell fire sauce for a McDonald's breakfast burrito the next day, I mean you'll have oh, diarrhea yeah. in style, sister. Yeah. Um, cannabis. Possession of three ounces or less of cannabis in Missouri is officially legal today. Sale for recreation likely will not start until January, but possession of up to three ounces of cannabis is officially decriminalized entirely in the great state of Missouri. I never thought I'd see the day. Really? If I could go back in time and describe present day to my child self, I would have made my decisions in life at least slightly differently. Oh. I mean, it's just yeah. a different world than we ever thought possible. And that's, you know, what really upsets me about cannabis legalization is that I feel like it's being used as a concession by the establishment to get us off their backs about other things. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like, it's like they're throwing us a bone and, uh, and it's like, listen, we're not going to fix health care. Why don't you guys just have some weed? Yeah, the biggest. Yeah, we all knew that the every like the biggest the thing that people have been fighting for for like thirty fifty years, um, would they've been keeping in their back pocket and they're gonna they're they're covering something up. They were like, we're gonna do it this year because we have to cover up that big thing that we've been hiding, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Probably has something to do with. Probably has something to do with the fact that Trump's still president. Well, and that's the thing, is that Joe Biden is a uh, clone of a satanic pedophile that's already been executed, tried by a secret (laughs) military uh, fucking um, thing, and, uh, you know, Jesus is coming back, and we all just need to wait. Yeah. We all just need to hold fast. This is the BBC. No, no, no. Oh, I don't know. I'm just looking up information about the legalization. I know Mizzou, so like the University of Missouri campuses are still, they're not going to let kids smoke weed uh, near, like, it's still illegal on University of Missouri campus. All right. Um, I hate Zoom. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. Um, can we talk about Justin at the Wood Springs fucking hospice hotel in Dayton, Ohio, that I had the misfortune of a, checking in with the other evening? This is this why is we didn't do a shit. podcast that night and why I was so upset I had to sleep the whole way back. I couldn't do a podcast on the way home. We get in to Dayton. We meet the crew at the hotel and we're in the lobby and Eric is checking us in. And Eric has used his Southwest Miles to book us some shit and the room's already paid for and everything. Well, this guy gets on the phone with his boss and says, this is a premium hotel. Why are we selling rooms for $75 a night? And 
in he's, your face. He's giving us, yeah, like, right, we're all standing there, and there's five of us <laughs> with all of our luggage in this tiny lobby. It's one of these corporate fucking extended stay hotels or whatever, like, we had a full-size fridge and shit because people live there for a That's week. So while they're dumb. And, yeah, it's a premium hotel, Joe. And so <laughs> it took us forever, literally, like, 20 minutes to check in. He kept calling his boss because uh, he didn't understand the, the pricing of the room that we had paid for ahead of time. Um, but, you know, because of our, you know, uh, privileges as members of several different, you know, groups, uh, you know, I, I think the, the money from the gig paid for the rental in the hotel for the most part. We sold some records and uh, worth it overall. I would absolutely do it again. Uh, driving that long, though, you want to play for longer. Yeah. Well, how how long is it? Forty five minutes? Maybe. Oh no. What? Like less than forty five minutes? No, it good. was probably forty five minutes. Okay, right on. Uh, and you know, I had a great time and loved the people there. Uh, specifically at that venue, it's always a nice environment and uh, food's good and uh, overall and whatnot. But uh, taxing nonetheless. Yeah. Um, Al contributed something to the show today. Our good friend Al Ludwig, our legal correspondent to the show. Uh, I had a lovely gig with him recently. Uh, we play for this choir called Karis. Cheris, maybe. Karis. And uh, uh, CH. And uh, they're great. And we do a couple shows with them a year if we're lucky. And uh, he said, hello, you've been referred here because you're wrong about Twitter and Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh-oh. Let's see. If you're being wrong about Twitter and the Hunter Biden laptop, there's a decent chance that you're also wrong about Section 230. So you might want to read that, too. I haven't read this yet. He just I saw he posted it. I've been hearing so much about this lately here. Do you want me to drop this to you? No, I got it right here. I'm pulling it up. Um, laptop. Uh, which line? Which section of it? Um, well, I'm, I'm on this article on Tech Dirt that's claiming to... Uh, fix some things here so let's see if oh, okay. you said here, twitter's gonna, decision gonna, to block right over here. the new york post was election interference uh, oh it's got yeah twitter's decision to suppress the story was a big deal in may a swung nah the government pressured twitter and facebook to block this story and that's a huge first amendment violation although yeah, several sources recalled hearing about a general warning from the law federal law enforcement that's Summer about foreign hacks. There's no evidence that I've seen of any government involvement in the laptop story. Oh, that's good to know. I'm just looking at some things here that we should know. This seems like a very official Alfred Ludwig approved Walking source. Twitter implemented its hacked materials policy in exactly the matter that we warned might happen a month earlier, blocking the sharing of the NY Post link. Facebook implemented other protocols reducing its distribution. That's what pisses me off is the fucking it's not because it's, it's even more insidious than that. Like they they they're they're reducing. They just we're going to have less of that on like that, that's that's more fucked up than just blocking. Yeah, that, I think you know? I think you're right because like can, uh, that's the yeah, that participation and control there. It's like either block it or don't. But re really yeah. curating which details and which links and which stories and which posts and which leaks or whatever get... I mean, that's more nefarious, I think, than all or nothing. Yeah. So, good. We solved that one. Here's my thing. Um, it's just not even in my 10 top most aggravating things about the current administration. Like, Hunter smoking crack and taking pictures with prostitutes on his laptop is not... Even in the top 10 for me of what bothers me about the current administration. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, he probably smoked more mozzarella. Uh, no, than, it was Parmesan you know, cheese. Parmesan, Parmesan cheese. cheese. <laughs> and you would be certainly anyone, more than anyone you would know. Tammy. Tracy. Tracy. It was so Tracy. Funny. I yeah. smoked so much Parmesan cheese. <laughs> um, the only impression we do for anybody is... Uh, is uh, What's her name? <laughs> What's the the only impression we ever do is um, Lori Lightfoot. No, no, Big Ange. 
Big Edge. I forgot yeah. about. Oh, so, R.I.P. It's always Big Edge. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> that's our main Big interpretation. Edge. Big Edge. Um, she'd have. I think she's a Trumper, right? She's dead now. Yeah, hundred percent. She's she passed away. Oh yeah, she oh, is my favorite. Story. I remember watching her on Good Morning America making a Belvedere vodka martini. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's your ongoing joke. No, it's, a, it's what I witnessed. It's my big Ange. Per- that's my connection. I watched her live on TV at 9 in the morning making a martini with Belvedere vodka, which is the You know, best you have vodka. to be proud. You have to be proud to look like that because if you weren't proud, your life would just be a horror, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what, my we I I know we're not gonna talk about FTX, but I'm just not really these, read into it. Well, that I mean, so FTX, like, it's kind of like the biggest scandal that's happening right in front of our faces. So, like, FTX is is they're they're guilty of um, losing as much money as Murdoch did. Sorry, not Murdoch, uh, Madoff did, and he gave some he donated so much money to um the the liberal media and the conservative media that n- nobody if you even the conservative media is having people on the show talking uh, critically about it but if you watch the co-hosts the co-hosts aren't saying anything that would uh, slander um bankman freed um and it's because uh, Fox News and CNN basically had the same ownership. It's crazy, and he donated so much money to both the you know the Republicans and the Democrats that like nobody will talk bad about him when he's committed this like this really bad crime. Um, and it's just wild. Like the the, the New York Times was like um, you know Bankman Freed you know, guilty of trying to do something right. You know, it's like these headlines that I'm just amazed by, you know? Yeah. It's like whenever, um, like something's going on and like, uh, dudes in the NBA won't talk about China. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. hundred percent. It's like, exactly. what is the deal? Why, yeah. why are all these young black guys so touchy <laughs> about China? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and they'll like, they'll acknowledge like, non-verbally what's going on but if they won't get on like any record of saying anything negative you know yeah exactly I was just looking at like the, uh, who? this is him this is Sam Bankman-Fried Sam Bankman-Fried um, is his name yeah his, both of his parents everybody knows all about this my story my thing is where is, parents, he? where is he he's in he's in the not Jamaica he's in the uh the Bahamas? The islands. The Bahamas right now, because it's off American soil. I've been to the but Bahamas. They, they I didn't everything. know there was no extradition out of the Bahamas. I'd have stayed there. Both of his parents were uh, uh, Jamaican professors at Stanford. No, no, they are professors at Stanford, uh, law professors. Um, look, it's, it's hilarious. So uh, that's how he knew to go to, to go to the Bahamas? No, but look at look at who they are. They're um, I forget the, their title. They're they're like on an ethics council. They're basically compliant. No, they're like compliance lawyers. Like they're like they're like financial compliance. Like it's like the craziest thing. Um, anyway, it's just a wild story. I know we weren't going to talk. No, about No, I it, mean, but, but I want to know. I mean, I want to know why is it so wild? So, okay, so this guy uh, was selling a currency. Yeah. And then he was selling. He was he was making his own currency, um, and then buying up. He was minting his own currency and buying up other rare pieces of currency, but basically assigning his own value to it. So people were investing, and he was putting all the money in this currency that had no value before he created it. So it was basically like opening up your computer and creating a new folder, but then claiming that that folder is a currency. You know, because there's oh, and then and then he was doing the Ponzi scheme where he's on top of that. Any you know anybody new coming in, he distributes their money to the uh, longtime investors, and you know, and that was going on for so long. And then his girlfriend, who was part of a different fund, but it was all part of kind of the FTX blanket, um, is look at her man, it's it's hilarious. And this is all old news, but this is her. Oh 
no. She's she's one of the she's one of basically one of the brokers, you know, and she was one of the CEOs at one point, I believe. Is she in jail? That may be fake news. That may be fake news. You see. Is she in jail? Uh, no, she's gonna get off. So she's she's ratting, and she's going to. Um, she's basically complying with the court system and she's going to give them as much information as they want. And she's just, uh, yeah. Okay. So former CEO of Almada research and Almada research was, uh, I think tied in a lot of ways to the, uh, to the FTX, um, blanket. So it's just wild. And, And they were part of like a, like a eight person relationship, I guess it was some sort of polygamous thing. And, but this guy, I mean, like, I remember it was so funny. It was like, three or four years ago I heard about him and I was like man I'm just doing nothing with my life I'm 21 and I just you know this guy is he's handling billions of dollars I'm such a loser you know and now I'm hearing about this it's like well you know I think we just we keep giving all our money to all these young people because uh, we believe Facebook is going to happen again you know like and people rich people need to stop giving their money to like 22 year olds it's their fault. And that's what makes me so mad. It's the same thing that makes me mad about Theranos is, honestly, FTX and Theranos, none of those people should go to jail because they should treat the rich the same way they treat, you know, the poor, where, oh, well, you made a risky decision, so you just lost, you know. But when the rich people lose, they get to send people to jail for 10 years, you know. But isn't the allegation that he misled these people? Yeah. No, he definitely lied. <laughs> Okay, good. I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah. Well, so um, I guess uh, what, what? So what does that include? We covered uh, the Hunter Biden laptop. We solved that. Thank God. Peace in the Middle East. Finally. <laughs> and then uh, we got FTX off the board. That's great. Um, uh, what else? I think that's it. I mean, I really don't know. I mean, I don't have any. Uh, you know. Um, Joe, talk to me about, um, did you, uh, did you ever, what? so you, you have a, a legal marijuana card, don't you? Yeah. You don't need, well, you still need that now, but you can, you can just drive around. Can, can you smoke in your car or is that well, you're, not supposed to, you're not supposed to smoke while you're operating a motor vehicle, Joseph, you know that. Oh, so can I drink in my car? Yeah, you could just pop a beer open in the car. <laughs> well, that's funny. So, okay, so uh, so it's treated basically like prescription medication. So you have to like be kind of at home, and when you take it, and you have to take it. Maybe can you like so if you if you get pulled over and the and the police smell weed, can they get mad about it or they just well, go? Um, I mean, you're not supposed to be under the influence of it while you're driving. So that would probably be the 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 basis of their questioning. And then they'd want to make sure you don't have enough to, you know, traffic, which is, you know, anything over the three-ounce limit. But the three ounces is a lot. Here we go. Check this out, man. Um, St. Louis mayor appoints commission to consider reparations. We're going to get – we're going to be a reparation statement. Oh, really? Can she do that? Yeah. Appa- I mean, apparently she can. Appointing a reparations commission that will recommend a proposal to begin repairing. This is uh, the St. Louis mayor. I know who that is. Um, yeah, you voted for. Listen, don't throw that back in my face. I didn't mean to dox you. Um, to begin repairing the harms that have been inflicted by slavery, segregation, and racism. Um, okay. Joins a growing list of places trying to determine how to make amends for past practices. I think that would be good for St. Louis. What? Um, I don't know, some free money. Yeah, I mean, yeah, where's it come from? Uh, I mean, probably, you know, probably not the taxpayers. What? <laughs> I'm just joking. Can I get some Concerns free money? About racial- <laughs> Concerns about racial discrimination in the, in the St. Louis area were amplified in 2014 when Michael Brown, yes, I recall this, this I recall Michael Brown. Do you remember Michael Brown? Of course, I was teaching at the time. You were teaching, huh? So were you, did you teach Michael Brown? No. You were a teacher? No, he was too old. On Wednesday, signed an executive order establishing a volunteer commission that will, it's a volunteer commission, so they're not paying anybody on the panel. Ultimately recommend how, they, they're just, they're just, they're just getting some professors to give some ideas. This is all this is about. This is some brownie points. 
That's exciting, though. Good for her. Good for her. Well, you have to make those political moves in order to start that conversation and to really figure out what does improvement for the future look like. And so I feel like we got to go down this road to determine if it's something that's uh, really going to be helpful or not. I know plenty of communities that are uh, majority uh, people of color that don't have a lot of the amenities that other communities enjoy. So, you know, if we could start to heal. So you're pro I don't, I'm open to it is all I'm saying. I would definitely love to yeah, see. You seem hesitant. Well, no, I'm certainly open to it. I mean, you know, you don't just want to dump money into the streets, but if, you know, if there's a, if there's a proof that, <clears throat> you know, a certain population has been disenfranchised or wronged in some way, and then we know that a certain financial movement can uh, address and correct some of that injustice. I mean, you know, I'm certainly open to hearing how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, that that's guy exciting. went to jail, that guy, the corruption scheme, Alderman dude. What, what is that? What happened with that? Oh, I, you I know, just corruption, just good old-fashioned taking <laughs> bribes. <laughs> taking bribes and shit. Go ahead and click on I it. I want to know. I want to know the full story. I don't see it. Yeah, I'm just going to look it up. St. Louis Alderman. Was it an alderman? Sentence no, and corruption no. scheme. That's the one I was Come looking on. at here. Who do we... Oh, it's oh three yeah, I heard about this. <laughs> yeah, look at that. The fur. This I like fur. the fur. And, but that's a black coat with a navy. That's a... He, that's somebody, a Somebody's putting his looks together that isn't me, because... That's... I mean, that's... I like really, it. I, I just don't know that I would looking. do a black coat with brown fur with a navy felt hat it's a gq yeah it's like a gq uh, it's it's edgy you cover. know it's like for a while everyone was really into clashing patterns like mixing patterns like leopard and zebra and i'm like listen ill-gotten gains from the scheme for what scheme though read for read that means an 18 okay, so that, yeah they're all getting fined Maximum. federal prosecutors some suit the facts are, Your Honor, I screwed up. That's great. And he teared up. Uh, but what? But what did he do? I don't remember. What did he do? They took a bribe or something. Offering to pay for the no. They're just talking about the court case. Hold on. Indicted. Uh, what? This is the worst. Yeah. Um, Two current, one former alderman indicted on what though? You you fucking scroll right past the fucking okay. headline. The, the indictment lays out a years long, long scheme. Ooh, Collins, Muhammad, and later Reed sought to help the business owner referred to in the indictment as John Doe obtain a significant property tax abatement for a new gas station and convenience store development in Collins Muhammad's ward. Doe estimated the abatement could be worth $20,000 to $30,000 per year over the next 10 years, so $300,000 in tax abatements. In all, Reed accepted 9000 in cash from Doe, the indictment alleges. So, yeah, it took some cash for a tax abatement. You know, uh, I think I campaign think contributions, it's, it's, cash, new iPhones. I mean, cookie jar, brother. Uh, a separate really? scheme set out in the main indictment involved Doe's purchase of a commercial property on Geraldine Avenue in St. Louis from the city's Land Reutilization Authority, which owns and sells vacant property. The property was in Boyd's ward. So it wasn't just the bribe for the tax abatement, but also to get his uh, pick of... Uh, land reutilization authority, tax owned, uh, taxpayer owned um, properties. I guess. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the LRE value of fifty thousand dollars. Do estimated it would have cost two hundred fifty two. I would privately sold. Wire fraud. What's is there? A B, is there a C? We're on Project B. Um. Yeah, no, but wire fraud B. is definitely going to be just part of that. Um, yeah, that's heavy. $250,000 fine for what? A judge is required to consider U.S. sentencing guidelines. I think the sentencing's already happened. This is of the indictment. But, um, yeah, yeah, this, just, is, this you know, is the max. Like I said, good old-fashioned cash bribes and shit. Yeah, that's... 
So it's just I know sad. I'm loving it. I'm loving every minute of it. Uh, and meanwhile, and meanwhile, St. Louis is going through like enough bullshit. <laughs> you know, like yeah, there's like a, I don't need you know, teachers. Oh, guys, we can't be taking bribes right now. Nobody's in the schools. Uh, yeah, I mean, teachers are making twenty thousand dollars a year, and and you know, kids aren't getting an education, and like you know, high schools aren't getting accredited, and you know, it's just horrible. And meanwhile, you know, people. Meanwhile, we're taking you know, bribes are, for tax abatements. That's big business, I mean, though. If you can get it. I don't know. That's just so irritating. Um, Joe, does this contact information for the show work? This jacobvweekly at gmail.com? Yeah. Yeah, somebody sent us their beats the other day. What? Yeah, somebody sent us their beats. You didn't see that? No. When were you going to tell me this? Well, I think it was in the shared email we have. I don't don't know if I'm logged into it, though, is the thing. Yeah, and neither am I, apparently. Oh, good. <laughs> um, well, we got some Sorry. dates coming up. I have a podcast planned this month with my uncle, uh, Chris Anich, local uh, actor and educator, who uh, has a new project uh, out on Spotify and also available in local record stores called Boys with Scarves, uh, long-form oh. audio sketch comedy. Yeah, we always listen to the Jerky Boys on road trips with him. And uh, old oh, uh, awesome. prank calls and stuff, and so it's sort of uh, looking at um, you know resurgence in the audio comedy format. You should go check that out. He's going to be on the show next week to talk mm. about that great project. Also, um, Blinded by Stereo is playing with Jesus Christ Supercar at Old Rock House, twelve seventeen, December seventeenth, Year of Our Lord, twenty twenty two. That's going to be a great show. Very big show. Uh, 12.30 at Off-Broadway. No antics with middle-class fashion and blonde guru. That's going to be really lit. The day before New Year's Eve. That's a blonde guru. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, going to be great. Band. Yeah, I'm trying to get Noah and Matt Basler both to come on the show together to promote that show. So look forward to that. Um, follow us wherever you get your podcasts spotify apple podcasts podbean google whatever subscribe rate review share any interaction helps uh, we have an instagram page for the show at jacob v weekly you can contact the show at jacob v weekly at gmail.com we're making sure we can log into that right now uh you can call the show at 314-632-6602 is that still up and running yeah. Okay, good. I have to figure out how to get into that. So you can figure that out while I'm... Uh, it's on my phone. Yeah, that's great. You can also find original music by me on all musical platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon. Uh, we talked about Jacoby's favorite songs on Spotify. We're up to December 22. Uh, we've been doing that for over two years now, so keep track of those. Um, Joe, anything for the audience? I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, I'm in... Uh, I'm- I'm contacting you right now from Sullivan. I'm just, uh, you know, just going to school. I'm at S and T, um, and yeah, it's you know, I miss being on the show, and I miss, um, I mean, I miss I, how high we could fly if I if we could just do full time Jacob V Weekly. That may happen next semester if I bomb my final. Yeah, if you fail this final, I mean, we're going full time, baby. Yeah. So, are there any like Patreon subscribers that really want more content? Just like rig my car so I can't get to the finals yeah. or something. That might that might be cool. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of ideas there. Um, I don't know. It's been a rough year. I got, I got fired from my restaurant job. Yeah, I'm sorry for, about that. <laughs> for harassment. Well, you don't have to tell people that. Yeah, yeah. no, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then um, no, I'm I'm yeah, I'm, I'm just you know working at another restaurant now. Actually, closer, I'm making a lot more money, so it's good. It oh, needed well, to yeah. happen. And, yeah, yeah. See, God has yeah. a plan. It, you know, I actually, yeah, I, I was praying to, to have some sort of different situation, of, uh, you know, uh, um, make itself present, and um, that is what happened. It just was much harsher, much harsher fashion than I had hoped. So, yeah, it's been a rough year, but it's, you know, we're, we're still going. You know, it was a normal life for an S&T student. Um, did you ever see the movie Out of Sight with George Clooney and Jennifer Lopez? No. Let's see. There's a part where they talk about. Um, you ever seen a regular uncut diamond? Is that another movie? No, 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 no. The, in the, the in out of sight, movie? they talk about. Yeah. Have you ever seen yeah. an uncut diamond? No. It looks like a regular old rock. Oh yeah, that's a good one. And see, that yeah. is God's plan. 
That's true, yeah. God's plan is right in front of us, but we have to reveal the plan by cutting away the smog of doubt mm. and revealing the pathway forward. That's right. That's right. So, and I, so I just think about that, and I sit here and I just wig out. <laughs> you really, you know, you're so well-versed, you know? <laughs> like, it would be funny if you, like, sarcastically put together a like worship service like an outdoor worship service because like you know exactly how to do like that kind of music you know you just like talk over like a somber delay guitar you know and like you just know everything you have to say you can it's so easy to tap into that that enthusiasm that christian enthusiasm you would do such a good job because you know all the language so well well i am a reverend You'd be really good at that yeah oh that is true i forgot yeah the yeah, the uh, the Reverend Jake V. Yeah, I, I uh, yeah, it's been a rough, it's been a rough one. Well, man, miss you. Well, I talked. Sorry, you. I call you every day. Oh, it's my favorite. What are you talking about? No, we have good times. You should see Jake's studio right now. It's fucking baller. It's like he's got so. Many, he's probably you probably have like a hundred thousand dollars in gear down there. I don't know. I've been selling a lot of stuff. No, you know what you have. So here's the here's Jake's address if you know if you want to make a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and on your way here, if you find my goddamn kick drum that got stolen on my fucking alley. With oh my no! Towels. You got fucking you got robbed, kick drum robbed. Oh, yeah. oh, that's rough. I went to a concert once, and it was like they were coming through St. Louis, and it was like a, it was like a. He's such a good artist. He actually is a professor now at a. Lipscomb University, but he came through on like his one and only tour, and immediately when he pulled into St. Louis, somebody stole his drummer's prosthetic leg. So what the fuck? It was a free, it was a free show, and he goes, "So if, you know, it's a free show, but if anyone wants to donate a couple dollars, he's my our drummer had his prosthetic leg stolen." You know, and it's just like that's that St. Louis brother. Hey, and the most St. Louis thing. Welcome to town, bitches. I'll be taking that leg. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucked up I oh you guys like, in a band to... oh cool <laughs> i'm gonna just take this leg <laughs> i mean like what like it's like i like to see like like it's like the it's the gang meet up in the evening with like okay what you guys cop today you know it's just like that everybody's laying yeah, out like, i got TVs 13 ipads <laughs> I got a Chrysler yeah. 300. I got some fucking drummer's prosthetic leg. It smells like a hockey bag. It's like, it's like, it's like what, what the fuck is this? Like a rancid, beat-up prosthetic. It's so stupid. I mean, like, why? Why? It's so shitty. It's such a shitty move. I, uh, I don't know. It's so funny. Classic St. Louis move. I was just about to say Classic. Yeah, Classic. we're just bribing aldermen and stealing legs up here. <laughs> stealing legs. Yeah, we're still not half as bad as probably um, Detroit, I guess. But, you know, we're pretty bad. Well, Joe, I love you so much. We'll do this again soon. You stay on the line. I'm going to wrap up the podcast here. We'll let these people get on their way. And uh, we'll see you next week. Well.